Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the We Are Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Viral Viper, a.k.a. Viper Freeze, with my co-host. The Renegade Enigma, where you were about to say co-host, and it sounded like you were about to say co-host for you. <laughs> no, 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 I didn't know what I was going to say. It was, whatever it was going to be, it was going to be wrong. Because <laughs> everything I thought in my head was already wrong. Oh, because it, it sounded like it was coming across a co-host, like, no, 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 you're the leader in this. <laughs> No, I I totally botched it. I totally botched it. Because <laughs> whatever it was, it was just going to be wrong. Yep. It was going to be wrong. <laughs> so, yeah, we're back with another episode. Another day. Um, How are you feeling? Pretty, how are you feeling? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, for our listeners, right? Viper's birthday mm-hmm. was the day before we're recording this. It's going to be like two or three days, like when y'all listen to this. So, like, if y'all get a chance, say happy birthday to him on Twitter. Okay. And you will be the only people to say happy birthday to me that wasn't renegade in England. <laughs> yeah. But Mine's yeah, coming um... up next week and nobody's going to say it to me either, except for you probably, so... No, 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 because yours is going to be on Monday when we have Monday Night Raw. So before we're going to say happy birthday to Renegade Enigma because his birthday is going to be on Monday and he's going to have to sit through a horrible show for three and a half hours for no goddamn reason. Yo, so yo, yo, yo. that's your birthday. Per- yo, yo, yo. I, I just caught on to that. That ain't fair. You, you got NXT and AEW. Spoiler, both were kind of good, right? I had to have Raw? <laughs> what the fuck? Listen. Listen, I had to sit through four hours. I just sit through four hours of wrestling. You only get to sit through three and a half. I get to sit through four. Yours wasn't that bad what? compared to mine. <laughs> I know, that's the good part. And the bad part, Raw isn't, it hasn't even happened yet, and we could already say it's going to be bad. Yeah, because this world was bad. <laughs> like the fuck, like every world, every world is bad. Like there's no good worlds. This world was bad. The world before this was bad. The world after this is bad. The world in two weeks is bad. When it's the legends, so let's why don't, why don't we just get to the bad? Might as well <laughs> go ahead. Cause what did I raw fucking suck? <laughs> like it was just, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know. It was just so stupid. It's it even started off stupid because it didn't even make any sense how it started off. Because it started off stupid and it baffled me because it started off so stupid. Oh shit! Because it started off with the returning Charlotte Flair and her tag team partner Oscar, who are the women tag team champions, and they're out. And Charlotte's like, "I only did this favor because it's something in it for me." And that's the only reason I did this favor. And it's like, so you're telling me you're going to have a match against her or was it tag team titles your favor? Like, what was your favor? Like, that wasn't established. It might be, like, my own opinion, the tag team titles. Because as we established, she's now a Grand Slam, like, winner. So 
you know, that might have been a thing. Like, that was the only thing eluding her. I guess, but, like, the way she said it, she sounded suspect. Yeah. But before they can finish, here comes Shayna and Naya. And they're like, hey, we want our titles back. We're going to kick your ass, blah, blah, blah. But before they finished, Mandy Rose and Dana came out. So Charlotte goes, why don't you guys just have a tag team match? And they have a tag team match. And by the way, this is this is not us joking around. We didn't make this, even though this is something we would make. Names are the sexy muscle friends. I was trying to think of the name because I was going to remind you, but for the life of me, I couldn't think about it. Thank God you thought about it. Yes, the sexy muscle friends. And the sexy muscle friends got destroyed by Shayna and Naya, who they don't have a name yet. Even though sexy muscle friends have a name, they don't have a name. How about that? And they're former tag team champions. Exactly. Exactly. So then we have the Hurt Locker business come out. And they're out to talk about, hey, we won the tag team championships and we got all the gold here. Blah, 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 blah. Well, then they get interrupted by the Hardy Bros. Matt Riddle and Jeff Hardy. They come out and Matt Riddle says something and he goes, you know what I'm talking about, bro? And MVP says... No one knows what you're talking about. You don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, it was just so, it was so, it was so dumb. But that was, that was their little promo thing. So they're going to have a match later on in the night. So then we get Angel Garza's back and he winds up facing Drew Gulak. He beats Drew Gulak. Drew Gulak had a new look because he had on black tights and not his regular Gulak tights. Yeah, like I didn't notice it until you, you know, pointed it out. Like I knew something was off about him. I want to say he had new music too, but yeah. they didn't have his full entrance either. Yeah, he had jobber entrance. <laughs> and then we had Gran Matolik versus Jackson Riker. And of course, he lost to Jackson Riker. Yeah, that was a thing. Like a what a minute or two match. Yeah. Then we had Miz Miz Morrison for the, you know the the Miz. I don't even know what the fuck you call it. What is the Miz thingy? What is that thing he does? The it's not the dirt sheet. When the, it's both of them, it's the, the dirt sheet. When it's only him, it's Miz TV. Okay, then I guess it was a dirt sheet. They came out no, for no, the no. dirt sheet. What and I they mean had eight... is when they only like solely introduced him. Because like for some odd uh-huh. reason, even though Morrison is there, it's still it's still mm-hmm. Miss TV. See, it's fucking confusing. I can't even fucking say it. Okay, well they had Miss TV, and they interviewed AJ Styles. So AJ Styles goes. This is all your fault. We lost the title last night. How is it my fault? Because you got in the match. They start going back and forth. And Miz comes... 
AJ that is. Huh? AJ had like a nasty gash in his face too. Yeah. And then they're going back and forth and Miz is Miz starts breaking down because he starts talking about I was in WrestleMania, I had the title, nobody believes in me, and me winning the title was gonna be the only thing that make people believe in me and this and that and the third. And he just kept going on and on and on doing his little Miz thing because he's trying to pump himself up and make people feel sad for him at the same time. But it was like, it, it was weird because like nobody really gave a shit. And then he pulls out a loophole that Morrison cashed in the briefcase. That's why he was like, he could get the briefcase back because Morrison cashed in. I didn't cash in. Here's the problem is you did cash in because little do you know, because you're so dumb, when the ref turned to you and said, are you cashing in? You said, yes. Equaling a cash in. So is they retcon this and say, no, no, no. It, it Morrison did cash in. Miz should get another title shot. Okay, Miz gets another title shot. I'm perfectly fine. Miz gets another money in the bank. I'm not fine. I will literally stop watching Raw. Like, I, I'm not joking. I will stop watching Raw because there's no way in hell you're going to tell me that the man who said, yes, I'm cashing in, and he turned it into a three-way, is going to get his money in the bank back because he, quote-unquote, didn't cash in because the briefcase got handed from Morrison. Like, this is legit going to be the loophole that they're going to use? This is what you're trying to do to bring people back? Like, this is the thing that you're going to try to do to get people to watch wrestling again. Like, this t- this type of storyline. This is this is the one. This is it right here. It, it's here. This is it. This is the one? Okay. So, they keep talking, and then they get surrounded by Drew McEntry, Shimos, and the Keith Lee. And they're all talking in Christmassy time jokes. And they set up for the Christmas street fight later on in the night. Which was really odd. So, so yeah. Like, we're not, gonna, it, we're not ready for you. That shit was, like, odd. I mean, it wasn't, but I'm going to point out something because... It's gonna like it's gonna make you go okay yeah. I'm gonna point out something after we talk about that. Okay. Because it's gonna lead into like it's no because later on that show I'm gonna get into why that was so odd. <laughs> okay. Then we had the Hurt Locker business versus Matt Riddle and Jeff Hardy. They lost, of course. They lost, of the course. The Hardy Bros lost. Yes, the Hardy Bros lost. And, like, they're setting up Matt Riddle versus Bob Lash, but Jeff Hardy keeps losing for the team, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, in theory, like, they just off the top of my head, like, it was something there, like, a little suspect. It looked like Matt was about to jump um, Jeff for a second. I don't know why you keep thinking that, but Matt Hardy's... I mean, Matt Riddle is going to be the good guy. The good, is? good guy. You see how hard that is? Matt, you can't put another Matt with Jeff. 
That's true. So I think I'll just go by his WWE name, Riddle. Riddle. It works better. <laughs> We're just going to go with Riddle. But yeah, like, I, I didn't see him doing that, but if he turns heel, like, I'll, I'll be dumbfounded because you have too many heels. Like, what the fuck? Like, you're just going to turn another heel? Like, and then also you have, like, you have Keith Lee or Sheamus going heel. So, like, how many heels do you need? Like, what is this? Like, the heel federation? What the fuck? Like, you can't keep turning people. Here's the thing, though. Not, not to defend it. Because mm-hmm. there's a way, even, like, after what I'm about to say, there's still more heel than mm-hmm. there are faces. But mm-hmm. if one goes heel, the other one goes face or stays face, I believe. Keith is mm-hmm. going heel and Sheamus is going face because he's kind of like a tweener right now he's like in between there we didn't we didn't get to that part yet no, no, no. We'll, we'll get to that no, no, later I'm just saying my opinion like before what happened happened yes because I skipped over because of the Miz TV I was so angry I skipped over the part where Sheamus quote unquote broke kick Keith Lee no that happened during the match Okay, well then, Keith Lee, quote unquote, pushed Sheamus. Yeah. One of it was one of the two. Yeah, yeah. We're getting. No, it's fine. I'm just saying, like before that, like Sheamus seems more of a face now. Okay. So we had the Impresses, Charlotte and Oscar versus Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce, who I have a lot to say because. There's no reason to break up Peyton and Billy to stick, to stick them with two other partners. And also, why are they sticking her with Lacey, who Peyton doesn't even get along with Lacey in storyline? Like, they legit have no reason to be friends. And I'm like, this makes no sense. This is totally baffling to me. Like, I don't think since they've been together, they won one match. Nope. Because they lost right here to the Impresses. Yes. Then we had Ricochet for the 97th time try to face Retribution and he fought T-Bar and lost. And then they grabbed him and said, you belong with us. At this point, it's either you belong with us or you belong with the Hurt Locker business. You just can't keep getting your ass beat. In either way, that means another person will turn heel this, this is exactly why I'm so close and not watching. <laughs> this, this is so close. It's getting so close. So, Randy Orton, who is... I don't know how many times we can say this. I don't know how many times we can do this. Randy has literally confessed to so many crimes that any human being would confess to should be locked up but Randy is walking around fine. He he just confessed to murdering a person. He confessed to breaking into somebody's house before. He confessed to burning some stuff down. Randy has confessed to so many crimes, it's like legit felonies, and he's just walking around just fine. But he, he has but, one hey, saving fine. grace. It's Randy. He has one saving grace, though. What is he it? He likes Baby Yoda. <laughs> That's it. That's the only thing. <laughs> 
so Randy comes out, he's talking about how he killed Bray Wyatt, Rafine, and he said he's gone. And he walks out the ring, and the lights go out, and the lights come right back on, and there's a whole entire playground in the middle of the ring. And Alexa's there. And Randy's like, what the fuck? He gets back in the ring, and he's talking to Alexa, and she's making all of these burn jokes. And she said, the fiend has gone back home. And she basically alludes to him coming back as a darker, weirder, crazier version of the fiend. So he got fucked up. <laughs> yes, he did. So after this, we get the trick or treat street fight. No, fuck, that's wrong. It's the holiday street fight. They really have to stop making these street fights around the fucking holidays. It's just so definitely. Because you said that I'm like, uh, I swore we're not in fucking like Halloween. (laughs) No, we're not. And they, it's a street fight, but, but they have to tag in and out. Yeah, they can use weapons, but they have to tag in and out, and it's a street fight. And of course, Drew and Sheamus and Keith Lee won. There was a little dissension. And then after the match, Keith Lee got bro kicked by Sheamus. And it's like, it's just looking like, oh my God, Sheamus is definitely turning on Keith Lee and he's going to turn on Drew. But we've spoiled it already. Keith Lee is going to be the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to happen. Yep. So yeah, that was Monday Night Raw. Told you, bad. Yes. By the, by the now, way, in this match, sticking... they had Singapore canes, which they called candy canes. That's another reason. Yeah, they've been doing that for years. That's why they need to stop shit like that. I forget what they called it for Halloween. Candy corn. Candy, is it candy canes? No, it's candy corn canes. It's because they're they're painted like candy corns. Yeah, that's another reason these holiday like matches need to stop. Yes. So sticking with the the theme of a street fight, we start off NXT with a street fight: Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan versus Killian Dane and Drake Maverick. Now. Before, before I go any further, there have been journalists who have been upset that Killian Dane and Drake Maverick has a title shot. And they're like, why do they have a title shot? Why do they have a title shot? And it's like, okay, first off, you guys are wrestling journalists. Second off, you guys are wrestling journalists. Third off, you guys are wrestling historians slash journalists. Fourth off, like, why are nobody paying attention but Oh yeah, I forgot people are on payrolls. But anyway. Wait, one more thing, right? I don't even mm-hmm. consider myself a wrestling journalist. I consider myself a wrestling fan. And I know why they get a title shot. You know what I mean? So they must not even be wrestling fans in that case. They listen, they omit so many things and always scrub the points and move goalposts and change the score and I know that people are going to be like team sports, team sports I'm pretty sure that they're team sports listen, 
There are people who are paid to cover certain hockey teams, football teams, basketball teams. They are paid to cover it by certain organizations. And certain organizations are in their pocket and they always, team sports, talk about how good this person is. Oh, this person got drafted to this place. This thing is really great. That's what these team sports mentalities have leaked over and bled into wrestling, where wrestling fans and also some wrestling journalists have all got into team sports mentality. Because everybody is in team sports mentality means they pick a side and they support that side wholeheartedly with no abandonment for anything else. And sometimes when they do talk about the other things, they always compare it to, hey, my team is better. My team is better. Hey, my team is going to win the championship this year. My team is this. My team is this. Team sports mentality, people. A lot of fucking wrestling fans have team sports mentality. Yay, team sports. But back to the show. Okay. This street fight. Okay. This street fight. I just finished talking about the street fight on Monday Night Raw where everybody had to tag in. This is a tag team street fight where people actually didn't have to tag in and they just were fighting. They literally came in jeans because it's a street fight. This is why Raw sucks. Yeah. Like, it was, this was a street fight. Like, from beginning to end, this was just a fucking street fight. They were throwing each other through tables, beating each other up with chairs and shit. And it's like, oh, this is a street fight. This is a tag team street fight with no tag in and out. This is just a street fight. It's a tag team street fight. That's what should have happened on Monday. Exactly. That's what should have happened on Monday. If they had a holiday street fight, it should have just been a straight up tag team street mm-hmm. fight. This was a street fight. This made this made Monday Night Raw look even worse than how bad Monday Night Raw was. Like, it made it look worse. It's like, dude, like just watching this match, like the first 20 minutes of this, this show, it was like, yo, you just completely cumstered and dumpstered all on Raw. It's fucking done. It's like, dude, like everything that they talked about on Raw was like, oh, they have to do tags. Oh, they can use weapons, but they have to use tags. This is a tag team street fight. No one tagged in and out. Like, it looks so fucking, it just looks so fucking One dumb. more thing that dawned on so me, I don't know, like, if you thought about it, you probably did though, right? The heel mm-hmm. team, Miz, Morris, and AJ, had almost in their corner, which I believe didn't come out with them. I'm not sure. No, he did come out with them because he slammed Morrison through a table. That was stupid. Like, you could have, like, used him, like, basically had a four uh, on three situation, but whatever. I don't know, probably. It's Monday Night Raw. But whatever. No, fuck that. It's Monday Night Raw. It's Monday Night Raw, and that's that's what happened. It's Monday Night Raw. Sorry. That's it. But um Yeah, this free Of course the tag the tag team champions, they won, which is Birch and Morkin, which was like, okay, well, of course they won. They shouldn't have lost to him. I mean, here's the thing. All the stuff that they have done to Maverick and Dane, like they literally deserve some retribution. Not not yeah. the <laughs> crappy kind of WWE Raw. Like they they deserve some like retaliation, but no, no, no. You can't like when you have the tag team. I say they got some in this match because they did fuck them up a little. Though. 
they fucked him up a little, but like, I mean, a win where you can like stick it over him, like, yeah, bitch. Like, here's the thing: I could have gave you that and been like, yeah, they really did get get a good win. But if you put Killian Dane through a table twice, well, not twice, because the second time the table just wouldn't break. But you put him down through a table, and he's down. Like, come on, dude. Like, there's no retribution. <laughs> There's none. No, there, there is none, but you know what I mean. They, they got their legs in, so they probably, they're probably yeah. satisfied with that because, as I told you that, that day, like, they have, like, other things to handle. You know, they have two other teams that take to steal word they need to get retribution on, too. Yes. So, after the match, we start up with parts of the Gargano Christmas. And it's okay. It's really weird because like Johnny and Candace have two grown kids. It's like, and they're like, and the funny part is like, it's not bad because you're like, oh, why do they have just grown kids? Both of their kids are like really batshit dumb. And it's like, well, they do seem like just children. Like this is perfect. Like this is perfect. And I want to address what Candace said. And this is going to come across as like beating a dead horse because I've said this before. Candace O'Reilly is a great wrestler. And WWE, NXT, is apparently holding her back because, hey, this is Johnny's storyline. Like, we'll get to you later, but this is Johnny's storyline. We want you to, to, to be in the background. Now, here's the, here's the funny part. Like, I read this story and I'm like, this isn't the first time I've heard this same thing from Candace. This is like the second time she's been like, yo, they put me in the background because of Johnny's story. And then she's like, she even just like said, fuck it, and was like, yo, she went full mass off and was like, yo, my arm isn't even broke. Like, they just told me to use that as a plot device. Like, dude, like, it's fucking Candice LeRae. It's Candice LeRae. Like, she's a sympathetic baby face, and she's a fucking dastardly heel. Like, she's not being used to her full potential. I understand you have a bunch of women in, like, the field is, like, stacked. Fuck. She, she doesn't even need the title right now. Just let her go on a run of just... Vis- like viciously just beat down people. Yeah, just let Candace be Candace. Like stop, like stop sticking her with Johnny. Like I'm honestly like this will like this will upset me a little, and this will upset Johnny a little. But at the same time, this is perfectly right. When her contract comes up and she says no, and leaves and goes somewhere else, there's no one to blame but yourself. Like you legit have. Like, the thing is, you don't even have to let her win a championship. Just let her fucking wrestle. Let her be her own person. Separate her from Johnny. I know it's all sweet and lovey-dovey, like, hey, we're in a relationship. Fuck, just let her fucking wrestle. Separate them two. It was a point where both of them were fucking separated, and they were doing good. And then you just said, oh, they're married. Let's stick them together. And that's what happened. Like, just fucking separate them, please. Yeah. But yeah, after the Gargano Christmas, 
we went back to the building and we had Jake Atlas versus Isaiah Swerve Scott, who now has a whole fucking trench coat. Like, he's really healing it up. He has purple, red, and green in his hair. And he's doing heel tactics and he's just like a total dick. Like, he cheated to beat Jake Atlas. He's and then after it, he told him to suck it. And then five seconds later, he goes, shake my hand. Like, dude, what? Like, are you fucking kidding me? It was kind of funny, though. <laughs> it was. But yeah, like, fucking swerve. Like, he'll swerve is here. So that's the thing. So... We get another one of Zia Lee and Boa beating the shit out of each other. And apparently they have tattoos now and they're resisting the, the beatdown. They're getting stronger. And soon they'll be ready to come back to real life. <laughs> yeah. And I think as soon as they come in, they're gonna like reveal who like the boss lady is. Yes. Then we had Malcolm Bivens with Tyler Russ and Ari Davari. Tyler Russ. He, he's, he's killing it. He's killing it in NXT. He, he beat the shit out of Davari. And he, he was doing some cool shit and was like, yeah, I fucking like this guy. As Michael Bivens exactly said, he's a um, diamond in the rust. Yeah, they said that. Yes. Yeah, it works. Then we had Finn and Kyle O'Reilly talk about their match at TakeOver 31. And it was a nice look back, but I think they're going to have a better version of the match coming up on the 6th. That's all. Then we had Bronson Reed beat up Ashante Diodonis. I'm actually glad Bronson Reed is back because I like Jonah Rock. Like, he's, he's pretty cool. And I can't wait for them to, like, actually turn him into a monster where he starts winning titles. It's coming. Yeah. Then we had Tony Storm who dressed like she was from, she was like a, not even a rock star, but like a rich somebody from the 80s, like with this big fuzzy coat in this hat. And it was like, you know, like, you, you, you do look like you're just like a rock star from the 80s. Like you really embody that, like even just outside. Like you just look like this fucking rock stars like okay like Tony's she's 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 Tony Tony's high yes and she called out Io Shirai she said Io Shirai I'm coming for the title and that's right it's perfect she's coming for the title she's gonna she's gonna get the title minutes later Io Shirai says fuck that she goes out there she tells him Hit my music. She doesn't have on no no rain gear. She just goes out and she sits down. She's like, Tony, 
She's like, I want you to come out here. And we're waiting for her to get Tony. And all of a sudden, she just gets hit from behind. I was like, what the fuck? Well, guess who's back? Mercedes Martinez. Mercedes Martinez is back. And she beat the living hell out of Io Shirai. She did one thing, one thing that has never been done on WWE or any other television. You guys want to know what it is? You guys want to know? She beat her ass and put her through the bottom, through the bottom of an announce table. No one has ever went through the bottom of an announce table. Like, what the fuck? She was under the announce table. In the front, not in the back. In the front. Bitch, I've never seen that. That was I, I was so... Yeah. I was so hyped. I was like, oh my god, that actually... That actually fucking awesome. Then we had Dakota Kai versus Rhea Ripley. With Raquel Gonzalez barred from ringside. The match was going on. Dakota looked like she broke Rhea's arm. And then Rhea started coming back. And Raquel Gonzalez stood at the top of the ramp. And even the announcer was like, she can't come to ringside. Well, spoiler alert, she didn't come to ringside. She was far away, dick. I call ball. <laughs> she, was st- she still wasn't at ringside. The, she was at the fucking stage. The stage is near the ring, right at the side, ring side. Okay, you got that. It's not me, like, busting your balls. Like, Brother V should have thought of that, too. Like, what the fuck? Yes. So Rhea beat Dakota, and her and Raquel get into it, which prompt them to make a match. Rhea versus Raquel, last woman standing at New Year's Evil. Yes. So we come back in Adam Cole and Kyle, not Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong are talking, and the dream interrupts them. And the dream goes, Speaking of falling from grace, like you're trying to say they fell from grace when you literally fell off of the planet. So that that was dumb. We both was like, he still works here? Right. And he slapped the living he got the shit slapped out of him by Adam Cole. And they set up a match for later. Well, then we had Timothy Thatcher challenge Leon Ruff. And he said he was going to make an example out of him. So he's beating the shit out of him. He's got him beat. He goes and sets down the chair for Ciampa. And he's like, where's Ciampa? Where is he at? Because they've been doing this thing where they both come out and watch each other's match. And it's like, the fuck? Like, where is Ciampa? And he's so baffled that he just distracts himself and Leon Ruff pins him. So... Then after the match, he just starts beating the shit out of Leon Ruff and outruns Ciampa, who beats up Thatcher and says, yo, me and you, fight pit, New Year's Evil. 
Well, that, that, that's the thing. And hopefully y'all remember what the fight pit is because that shit was awesome. Yes. And with these two, it's going to be awesome again. Yes. It probably will so pass that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's definitely going to pass that one. Then we get Karrion Cross and Damian Priest both taking shots at each other and saying that they're gonna one is gonna beat the other and they basically hyping up their match for New Year's Evil. Then we get Leon Ruff coming out of William Regal's office and he's like, "Hey, listen, I, I got a match with um Johnny Gargano next week for the North American Championship. Uh, you're gonna lose, but hey, it's it's all in good fun." He may win. I would be surprised if he won. Like now, I I don't know what to think of the kid. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I don't know. I I have no faith in this kid. (laughs) He beat him before. I don't know. He he, he just beat that. I know, but I just, I don't know why. I just have no faith in this kid. It's the thing though, right? Like for a mm-hmm. split second, I thought like William Regal gave him a world title one. That that would have been fucking hilarious. Like that would have been hilarious. Because if it's Finn, yeah, you, you ain't got no no fucking chance at all. Like no, no, especially he coming main event. Like no. Yeah, like that that would have been so funny because it would have just been so random and everybody know Finn would have just murdered him. Mm-hmm. That would have been hilarious. Like Johnny, as of right now, now you had a contender in your mind and I agree with you. Like if that panda is gonna be awesome. But as of right now, he doesn't have a contender. You mentioned Kashyyyk. Yes. Yes. Now if that happens within this, like I don't know, they like after the match they jump. Leon and beat his ass and Kushida comes out for the save and like challenges him you know that would be a good thing for this match but if that doesn't like like that's not the plan like you know I kind of see like Leon winning it I mean but you have to remember Johnny has never defended the title and because he's never defended the title, it's about time that he gets that one win where he's like, fuck, I actually did it. I actually fucking won the title and defended it. Th- that'll be cool. Oh, yeah, that's right, because like, he was like the female Sasha. You know, Sasha, like, mm-hmm. you know, fixed her curse. Yes. And I, I would be totally okay with him fixing his curse. Yeah. Like, it would make so much sense. Like, I just would be okay. I say this. It's not going to be a squash, and he's not winning that shit fairly. (laughs) Yeah, he's not. He's definitely not. Leon's going to, like, do some crazy shit. Like, it's going to come across like he's about to win. Mm Mm-hmm. But, yeah, then we go into the main event, which is Adam Cole versus... Um, Velveteen Dream. So, as this as this starts out, Roderick comes out with him, and he has on a hoodie. 
And I even told Renegade, I was like, dude, he's definitely going to turn on him, right? He's definitely going to turn on him. But before he can even attempt to turn on him, Pete Dunn came out. Like, Pete Dunn came out and just beat the shit out of Roderick Strong. And him and Roderick wound up fighting all the way to the back, which sets up their match for next week. And Adam Cole, Bay Bay, winds up beating Velveteen Dream. And the show just goes off. That's it. Yeah. No funny. We thought Adam Cole was going to get jumped or something. Dude, like, I really thought something was going to happen. Like, I really thought they was going to set up an angle or something for something. And it's like, no. It just was like, fuck. Like, just, just nothing. Like, nothing at all. Yeah. It just was so, it was just so random. It's like, what the fuck? Like, I just, I was just so surprised. But yeah, like, that was NXT. Now on to AEW. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to be NBA Twitter and just, just dump all over this mess. Because if you don't know, like, if you don't know, NBA Twitter was watching NBA show, and right after the show was over, it went right into AEW Dynamite. And because it went into AEW Dynamite, they saw Chris Jericho, and everybody, they roasted, they flame-roasted Jericho. Now, I'm not defending NBA Twitter, because, I mean, they have their right to, and they can say whatever they want to, because, like, they are NBA Twitter. And they legit can say whatever they want. Now, I've seen a team sports guy go, hey, you you jerks have said all this about Jericho being fat. Y'all are probably fat yourself. Okay. I'm going to, like, I'm just going to peel back the curtain for you, guy who said that. NBA Twitter is not, they're not the fat guys. NBA Twitter are some fat, I mean, some really fit. I fucked up. They're really fit. They're the dudes that go out and try to play basketball every day and try to get a contract. Those are some, those are some crazy motherfuckers who are on the court every day, even when it's snowing. They legit have really fucking, they can be sure as in their sleep. Not to mention some of them are more tough than any motherfuckers on fucking wrestling Twitter. Every motherfucking keyboard warrior on wrestling Twitter, if they were to keep, if they were to literally behind the keyboard with anybody in NBA Twitter, they're done. They're done. Like you you can wrap it up. You can just close their casket because NBA Twitter, they're not playing. Those dudes aren't playing. Dude. And I'm not even going to just go straight up just the dudes because there's some chicks on there that's really tough and that are really badass. So for you to go, oh, you're making fun of them, but you're probably fat yourself. You have no idea. You have never been behind the keyboard with NBA Twitter. Like, they're legit people. They're actually legit humans that's actually out here going to work every day, except for, like, low-level wrestling fans that are like, yo, I'm just in my mom's basement. 
they Twitter, they fucking fucking NBA Twitter. They're not incels. They're not fucking incels. They actually get it. Yeah, just just to throw that out there. So for you to go, yo, you guys are just fat yourself. I want you. I want you to go on any of those people that was talking shit and tell them to put up a fucking thing of them. And when you see them, you're going to log off and you're going to block them because you know exactly what kind of people they are. Just just relax. And I'm just talking around the real, the real, real bad subject that you don't want to talk around. So I'm just going to tell you to just, just relax yourself with your team sports because this real team sports will team sports your ass to the ground. Just relax. Relax. Don't try to like mm-hmm. even though they said it in a funny way, right? They didn't lie. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jericho's in his fifties, so in all intents and purposes, he's old. You know, so they didn't lie. He's bigger than what he used to be, so he is fat. You know? He ain't got it like he used to. They they ain't lie. You know, that's not me hating, like, you know, granted he's still doing his thing, okay. Props to him, but you know, it's, it's not the same Jericho that a bunch of people grew up with. Yes, and if you want to say that, oh, Renegade, why are you talking shit? But you probably fed too. No, Renegade is actually skinny, he's actually malnourished. That's the bad <laughs> part. Like, <laughs> like, he can talk, he can talk, shit. like, he, he's not, got the right to say the words and again, like. Within that, I gave Jericho props because at his age and like him being out of shape because he is out of shape, he does his thing still, you know? There's mm-hmm. people worship to him, you know? Goldberg, who, who know. looks in good shape, gets more gas than Jericho. Yes. But I think it was more the fact that a lot of people were hurt that they were talking bad about AEW and called them WWE Junior and this crap. They called they called like they tore they not only tore Jericho but AEW like they tore that place down with their comments on Twitter. And like I said, anybody that's really like, yo, I will fight anybody from NBA Twitter, I want to know where you're gonna fight this person and when you're gonna do it so I can grab my popcorn and my phone so I could record this and watch it back just sit there and just go ooh this is this is fucking hilarious I posted on my YouTube <laughs> see because I know a lot of NBA Twitter people like I know a lot and I also know what they're like in human form so relax just relax, buddy. And that, uh, this is no, this is no truth. And from what you said, like, it just because they kind of hated on AEW, that's exactly what it is, right? Because mm-hmm. if Chris Jericho was not in AEW, had he been in WWE, mm-hmm. like, all these AEW marks and whatever, they'll be hating on Jericho. They'll be saying the same exact things that the NBA people are saying, you know? They probably would, would even say worse shit, to be honest with you. Dude, if he was in WWE and the NBA people said that from him, I would actually be like, wait a minute, I see it now. God damn it, why'd you ruin it for me? 
<laughs> no, but I'm saying like the AEW people would be coming at Jericho mm-hmm. for the same reasons and probably more things. They'd probably make up some shit. No, no, they definitely, they definitely would. But like I said, it's it's the team sports shit is getting out of hand, and everybody has like all of this dumb shit to say. But whatever, mm-hmm. it's perfectly fine. Like I'm not, I'm not even gonna like go into the how the ratings have fell back to normal and without competition. So like, don't get me started. Like I'm, like you want to go with this team sports mentality, but. If you go into this team sport mentality, I want you to think about how your team keeps fumbling the ball by accident. Like just, just fucking, just get that out the way first. But anyway, back to the back to wrestling because that's what we're here for. So it was Jericho and MJF versus Top Flight Security, <laughs> who have now creeped into my number two. Favorite tag team in AEW. Yeah, they they're great. They're fucking great. Yes, I, I fucking loved everything about Top Flight Security. They're, like when they fought the Young Bucks, it was like I didn't really see as much as I did with them and MJF and Jericho because it was like more of the Young Bucks were carrying that match, and it's like oh, okay, this match they were carrying it. Like, they were holding it down. So, I was like, okay, cool. Like, they were doing some crazy shit against Jericho and MJF. I knew that MJF and Jericho was going to win, but, like, my God, I I really wish Top Flight Security went on. Exactly. Like, it was was just so cool. Like, in their case, they beat a former AEW world champion. Like, they they need to do a better Mm -hmm. shot than if that were to happen. I mean, they they fought the Bucks, but I don't remember if that was before or after they won the title. But, like, they did wrestle the Bucks, so I don't want to see them wrestle, like, right, right now. No, not against the Bucks. Like, when the Bucks lose it, you know? You know sometimes, oh, yeah, no. When, they, when you get a title shot, like, it's way later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I, 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 to- like, I totally get it. I totally get it. But, yeah, like, after the match, Jake Hager grabs the mic and he goes, I'm sick of this shit. He's like, everybody's here. Where's Warlow? I know he got family problems, but where's he at? And he basically goes on to say, hey, he wants to face Warlow at um, Smash next week. So him and Warlow are going to face. And, like, the whole time he was talking shit, like, Jericho just kept having this look like, dude, just shut up. Just shut up. Apparently, that he doesn't want it to go down, but like, um, I'm all for it. It's going down. Yes. I, like, like I told you, they should have added the stipulation, loser leaves in the circle. Which, more than likely, yes. that's like what's going to happen last minute, but yeah. Yeah. And then we had the man called Sting show up. It's Sting! And you know what's funny? Like, a lot of younger listeners, because I just said it's a man called Sting, it's going to be like, 
Yo, why you disrespect this thing? Why you disrespect this thing? You actually gave him the most fucking respect in the fucking world for remembering that. Exactly. Like, like these little Zoomer bitches. Like, you Zoomers had no fucking idea who the fuck a man called Stig was. Man. Like, bitch, get the fuck out of here. Man called Like, Stig was a fucking epic song. Yes. And I just have to point out, just, okay. For them to make a fucking fake album, WCW to make a fake album back in 1990, and like that album was supposed to just be like them remaking like a lot of songs. For them to make the remake that song, it just like just make it up and was like a man called Stig, and it just literally just became his theme song. Like he never changed it after that until he became Crow. Yeah, because he, like, he had some generic like rock music before that, right? Which was still cool. Yeah, like that. Yeah, like that's generic music. It was like iconic because it was iconic. He won the title with it. But like in 1990, they came out like with this this album of like just different like singing and rapping and rock different versions of people's songs. So they used the Sting one like when he was coming out, and for some reason, it just stuck. Like, everybody else is like, they would use it for, like, a week or two, and then they go back to their regular music. No, Stings, it stuck. It stuck. And it just, like, it stuck until, like, 1996 when he became Crow. But it just stuck. It just was the fucking greatest music ever. The man called Sting. Just fucking greatest. Yes. Just, just greatest. So, Sting... He's cutting his promo about being back in the jungle. And one more thing I want to bring up is like, Sting said that Tony Khan actually called him and offered him was like, yo, would you be down with doing cinematic matches? And Sting was like, hell yeah. I'm fucking down with this shit. Like, I'm down to do this shit. Like, this is what I wanted to leave on my own terms kind of thing. And like, him saying that is just like me just looking at Vince going, you stupid motherfucker. Like, you legit just dropped the ball. Like, he's open to doing fucking cinematic matches. All Tony had to do was say, hey, you want to do cinematic matches? It's like, we had, we could have had the greatest cinematic match ever. Like, to be honest, you ever wanted to beat AEW? You could have dropped that match out of nowhere. Sting versus Taker. You know what I mean? AEW fans would have been over here just watching. Like, they literally just would have been sitting watching the whole WrestleMania like, Yo, I just want to see Sting versus Taker. Like, that, that could have been so much money, but no, no, he's not one of my guys. That, that's you. That's what I meant with, like, like, if you don't treat him right, you're not going to defeat your enemy. Like, your whole argument that AEW could possibly beat that be, they could, mm-hmm. provided they book him right. That would be totally dropped the ball with that. Like, I believe had that match went mm-hmm. down, they probably, like, would have destroyed AEW. Like, not too many people would, like, pay attention to AEW no more after that. Like, oh, that was so great. Ignore all the bullshit that it, WWE does and whatever. Because I'm not, like, forgiving the, the bullshit that WWE does, but it would, it would be more forgiven. Yeah, and that would have been the perfect cinematic match. Yeah. Like, that would have been so good. But no, you didn't want to do it. But, but that, that's on that's on you. That's on you. 
And if it's Taker's fault, then fuck him too. Yeah. But anyway, back to Sting. Sting said he's back and he's back in the jungle and he he's here because he felt the spirits calling him and he's cutting a promo and then like he looks up and he sees Darby all the way up in the rafters. Darby's just standing there. He's looking at him and they're talking. Then all of a sudden, here comes Team Taz. And they show up. And they're about to attack him. Lights go up. No, 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 no. You have to go into what Taz said, because I 100% agree with him. What did Taz say? So he comes out, like, hey, it's Sting. You know what? I'm tired of that shit. (laughs) I hear but you keep using it. I hear that shit one time. I'm choking someone out. I use it because it's a running fucking joke. <laughs> like, it's a fucking joke now. Like, it's not even fucking cool. It was cool, like, fucking 80 some years ago when Shabani said it. It was cool the first time he said it here. Now it's a fucking gimmick. <laughs> yes. And Taz and Team Taz basically said they're going to come down there and choke Sting out, and the lights go out. The lights come back on. Darby's in the ring. Taz says, well, it's you in there with your bat and you in there with your your skateboard. I'm going to leave you alone, but Darby, you're going to have to take on Brian Cage for the title next week. And Brian Cage does his best Scrappy-Do impression. He goes, let me at him. Let me at him. That's exactly what it was, too. That's exactly what the fuck it was. Holy shit. So I was like, dude, just go away. Just fucking go away. That was the one problem I had with that, right? The other mm-hmm. problem I had with it, right? Isn't there a whole mm-hmm. argument to bring, um, make the fucking FTW title legitimate? Yes. So, yes, it is. You're not defending that title. You're going after the other title, so fuck my title? Basically, you know, like, basically, what, what the fuck? That, that's it. No, that's basic. That's basically what it was. Like, am, am I wrong for that logic? Like, it should probably be no title for title. Yeah, you're 100 percent right with that logic. Like, you're 100 percent right with that logic. Okay. So then, after they cleared out, we had a backstage with. Kenny Omega and Don Callis and Kenny's talking about fighting Phoenix and he's just talking about Phoenix is always getting hurt so he shouldn't have a title and it just just was Kenny being Kenny with Don Callis like he's he's more and more devolving into an 80s person and it's so funny like it is so hilarious that I keep saying this and somebody pulled up a picture of Tony Schiavone interviewing Magnum TA and oh my god I keep trying to say that Kenny's dad was a wrestler before and this one was the most perfect version (laughs) was like Magnum TA looked exactly like Kenny Omega in the 80s and I'm like how did I never see that like Tom McGee looked just like Kenny Omega so I'm like oh that's Kenny's dad then I see Magnum TA and I'm like nope that's Kenny's dad and I know somebody's gonna be like, wait, who's Magnum TA? One of the greatest wrestlers ever. 
until he got in a car accident. But yo, and I'm just I'm just gonna throw this out there. Magnum TA could definitely be Kenny's dad. He could definitely be Kenny's dad because Magnum TA, like they say he looked like Tom Selleck. I see it a little bit, but like he was like he was like he was way cooler than Tom Selleck. Yeah. But I I definitely know Magnum TA was knocking off chicks. Like he legit took a woman who took a woman who had kids and was married to another man who was the coolest dude on the planet. He took that woman. Like he legit took that woman. Like he legit took her. Like just like said, hey, you're coming with me. She said, okay, and I'm bringing my kids. Uh-huh. Okay. That, that's exactly what happened. The first thing, and I know you bring that up, right? Did that, mm-hmm. Was that like if that indeed is true? Would that make Kenny mm-hmm. and Tessa technically brother and sister? Yes, that would make him. That would make them brother and sister. <laughs> and for you people who don't know, Magnum Ta stole Tully Blanchard's wife and kids from Tully Blanchard. And you're talking about Magnum T.A. Couldn't have been cool. It's fucking cool as hell. Tessa Blanchard considers both of them fathers. So, yes. if that's Kenny's dad, Kenny's basically her brother. <laughs> yes. But back to the legitimate um, Magnum, <laughs> Kenny Omega. He basically was just cutting a promo on Phoenix. And he said he's gonna beat him. I'm like, all right, cool. That, that's whatever. It's gonna be a great match, but like, it's whatever. Then we had the segment that fucked me up really bad. We had Kip and Penelope with Miro come out to announce their wedding date. And they're like, okay, we're gonna announce our wedding date. And then you just see, it goes to the big screen. You just see two people holding hands. And I'm like, oh, this is sweet. And then it's the best friends video. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck just happened? That fucks you up. It did, because I thought it was going to be something sweet. I'm like, oh, it's two people holding hands. No, motherfucker. It's the fucking best friend. Bitch, what? <laughs> and it just was like, and then they showed Trent Acid. I mean, fuck, wrong person. Trent Beretta getting beat up and laid inside of a what is that? Ambulance. ambulance. Like, oh. Yes, it's an ambulance. And then they laughed and then they said, February 3rd, we're gonna have the wedding. Then we move on. They're gonna have the wedding at February 3rd? January? Yes, February 3rd. Beach Blast. Just. Yes. Then we had Jade Cargill, who also broke my brain. She was talking about Brandy, and she said, from one mother to another, and I was like, how the fuck are you a mom? And I know people are like, wait, she's a woman, she can be a mom. Like, no, dude, like, her fucking... Just sorry to be disrespectful. Her body is immaculate. Like there's like zero fat on there. Like how did you have a kid? Like how did you? How did you get a kid out of that? Like it's just like it's so tight. I'm sorry. 
just it's just so tight and slender and it's just like how did you birth a kid out of that <clears throat> like Jesus like the fuck what four words right mm-hmm. Chris Stratus Mickey James I mean okay those four words are like fine but like none of them have zero body fat like her like Jesus Christ no doubt about it but they're they're still like no they're still hot like no it's like this is not even it's not even about the hotness it's about her body being like perfect like you Yes, like that's what bothered me was like, yo, you cannot even tell that you had a kid. Like you but can't I mean, even like just fathom that had a kid. Thorough. Yes, you couldn't even fathom that she had a kid because it's like, look at that. Like this is fucking amazing. And that's like, and the thing is like, I'm not saying like, oh my god, like other women don't look like that. No, there's other women that look like that, but like from first glance, you don't see that in Jane. You're like, wait, you have kids? Then fuck, then fuck me up. But she basically says she wants to fight and she wants to fight women, and I'm okay with her fighting women. Then we had Dustin Rhodes versus Evil Uno, which was actually a really good match. Mm-hmm. It was a really good match. And Dustin beat Uno. Which I'm upset about. And beat... Why? I wanted seven back, damn it. Seven! Oh, God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. But, you know, like it, it happened. Dustin won. And now he doesn't have to be part of the Dark Order. But then he got attacked right after by Stu Grayson. So I guess he's going to face Stu Grayson next. Yeah. Now, question. Mm -hmm. Some supposed fucking journalists, right? Using your words, right? Mm -hmm. Because right after that, okay, Stu Grayson, like, attacked him, but Evil Uno stopped him. And it, like... Mm-hmm. Supposedly some dissension. I don't see it in dissension, but supposedly some dissension. Do you see them okay. breaking up? At least them two. Okay, no, but we have been already like predicting that Evil Uno may either leave the Dark Order or something close to it because he's been weirdly just nice to everybody who's been trying to get recruited to Dark yeah. Order. And it's like, the Dark Order been like, no, we're going to do it this way. It's like, no, I kind of want you to be in the Dark Order. Like, this has always been like, he's been too nice. You know what I mean? No, I totally got you. The other thing, remember when he was the leader? <laughs> People mm-hmm. forget that. Exactly. But yeah, that happened. Then we had... What the fuck happened? Oh, we had Butcher versus Puck. Now, Butcher was dressed up like a ninja. I don't care what anybody said. He had the sash and everything, dressed up like a ninja. He was ready to no, go. No, no, no. That wasn't a ninja. That was his Johnny Cage Mortal Kombat 1 cosplay. 
<laughs> That's who he was. And we had Eddie Kingston. We had Eddie Kingston on commentary, and Pac beat him with the Black Arrow. And then Eddie Kingston. First off, Eddie Kingston was loud trying to tell Butcher, "Hey Butcher, hey Butch, hey Butch, hey Butch, Butch." It's like, dude, he can't hear you, and he just kept getting louder and closer to the ring until Butcher seen him, and he fucked up the whole entire thing. <laughs> like, God damn it! But Pac beat him, and then Eddie Kingston tries to come to the ring, and then here comes Lance Archer to stop him, which is like Lance Archer and. Is he even cool with Pac? Because, like, I've seen some detention between the two of them. Like, are they even cool? Like, they seem not to like each other, but they hate uh, uh, um, Kingston more. So, they probably get together eventually, yeah. but as of right now, no. You know, they're, they're probably legit become the tag team, you know? Okay. Because that's what I kind of thought I saw, too. It was like, all right. They're going to have a couple matches before. First off, they probably have a match. The winner gets to face um, Kingston, which makes no sense because Kingston, for all intents and purposes, is nobody. He doesn't have a title, so you know. Okay. I get to kick his ass. Type of thing. Yeah, I'm alright with that. Then we had the most honest backstage interview promo ever. With Sean Spears. Oh my God! Yes. Sean Spears is talking to Tony Schiavone. He's like, "Why did you want to talk to me?" And Sean Spears goes, "He's like, I've done nothing here. Like, I literally left the other place to do the same thing right here. Nobody gives you respect." And I was like, "Dude, you you're being honest. Like, he's talking about how he legit went from WWE to AEW." And has not grown and has still sucked. Like he has totally sucked. And it's like, oh my God, yes. And somebody like who is team sports person was like, yo, like, no, he shouldn't even be mad because he beat Scorpio Sky. Like he he had two, three wins. He like he like he was really good. He did some stuff. And it's like, dude, he's been off of TV for like six months. Like, that Scorpio Sky thing happened, like, in fucking October. Dude, it's December. Like, we're almost going into January. He hasn't been on fucking TV. What are you talking about? No, but he he's had wins. His last match, he lost. Like, what are you... Like, what? The I remember like, when the podcast started, right? Their first couple episodes, like, my trend. Yo, where's Sean Spears? Yo, where's Sean Spears? Every other, every episode, where's Sean Spears? And then he finally showed up again. Wasn't that a thing? Yes, that was a thing. Yes. So, like, but he's one hundred percent right. Like, he's gonna see it on here too. And it was funny because Tony said something, and like, yeah, like it's true, and like I can't even deny it. But also, it's them because Tony goes. Well, what if the problem is you? And I'm like, you know, like, that's true. But also, he could shine maybe if you guys let him. But, like, you know, I'm like, I, I don't even know. But he, he did it to himself. 
get it to the south. I mean, I will say he's a bigger star here than he like is in WWE. Like I pay more attention to him here now, you know. Yeah, no, I pay more attention to him here now because I want him to do good, and it's like you're not doing good, so I'm paying attention to you. Like, yo, I want you to do good. So then we had Hikaru Shida in a match. And it was like, okay, like she beat the person, she beat Alexa Garcia. That's what her name was. Alexa Garcia. And she beat Alexa Garcia. And after the match, she gets, she just goes outside and attacks Abaddon. And she's beating up Abaddon, and Abaddon gets up and just attacks her and bites her. And everybody goes, oh my God, that is a. Oh my god, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Like, I've never seen anything like that. That was so crazy. It scared the shit out of me. And it also scared the shit out of me. Like, it really fucking scared the shit out of me. It made me just, like, so terrified. And, like, you want to know why it made me so terrified? Like, it fucking... It shocked the shit out of me. And it scared the shit out of me. Because it was like, yo, she bit somebody. Like, I've never seen somebody forget a whole entire segment that actually existed in front of fucking people before when Shayna Baszler bit fucking Becky Glitch's neck. But no, no, it fucking scares me. Like, people literally forget shit. Oh my God, I was so fucking... Dude, my heart was pounding so fucking hard because I was like, oh my God, people forget things. (laughs) No, 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 but AEW did it. Like, I don't remember that they did it. Team sports. <laughs> Team sports. Yeah. So then we have the acclaim. Now, okay. I am a fucking hip hop rap snub. I fucking live, breathe, die by hip hop. It is my fucking thing. It is my fucking genre. I grow up like I legit hip hop is my thing. Like, it's my fucking thing. It's in my blood. It's in my blood. This, <laughs> this fucking bothered me because they're rapping. Their timing is off. Their cadence is off. Like, they're not, like, they're not even on beat. Their bars do not connect. Like, they, their metaphors and similes are so trash. Like, they literally hit one bar and they literally hit one bar in a whole entire rap thing that was like, yo, I dig it, but everything else was garbage. Because they said about the Young Bucks getting mad and quitting Twitter and they're Dave Meltzer's ass kickers. And I was like, oh, that like that was a bar. Everything else was trash. I was like, okay, this is, you're totally garbage. You hit one bar. One bar. And it's like, dude, like, what the fuck? Like, and the bad part was like you had eight bars. You had eight bars. You hit one bar, and it was like, oh my god! Like you guys are so fucking trash. And it was on a little video that they did. Then they came out rapping, and like you're still spitting again, and you're fucking nose diving. And I hate. And I'm not like I'm not gonna be a colorist. I'm not gonna be a colorist. But I hate other people who like barely know surface hip hop going. Oh my god, they're such great rappers. No, 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 
Like, I'm more of a rock fan, and even I could say they're not good rappers. And if you guys want to say, yo, but John Cena wasn't a good rapper, John Cena had bars. Like, even though, even though they did not sound good to you, the metaphors and simile and the verbiage flipping that he did was, it was good. It was good. Mm -hmm. Like, I wouldn't put him up against, like, my favorite rappers, but he could go up against the middle tier rappers and he would actually fucking hold hold up. Like, people stop comparing these guys to fucking John Cena. Like, they're not fucking John Cena. Like, they're not even on his level. Like, and John Cena was not even the hottest rapper. Like, I just said, stop fucking comparing him. I know John Cena would destroy them. Oh, fucking right, he would. Fucking Kev like, fucking destroyed them, so what the hell you think John Cena's gonna do? Exactly, exactly. But the acclaim for the Young Bucks, and, okay, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with people, because I'm literally watching this match. I'm fucking more invested in this match than I've ever been in a match, because Last week, did they wrestle? I'm like, yo, I'm not feeling that claim. So this week, I'm fucking looking at the match. <laughs> trying, trying to find something that even equals or equivalent to anything that you people have said about them being good. And I don't see it. I don't see it. <clears throat> For everybody that's in their team sports mentality going, Yo, the acclaim are so good. The acclaim are so good. Please stop. They fucking like, please suck. stop. I'm sorry. I'm going to be blunt. They suck. <clears throat> Yo, please seek help. Like, please seek help. Like, LAX is on that roster. Top flight security. Yes, I put them in there. Fucking FTR. Like, you have Phoenix and Pentagon. You have so many fucking tag teams on that roster. You're gonna say, "Oh, they're they're so good," and they're like slowly becoming one of my favorite teams. Please seek help, like please, literally seek help. And I know people are like, "But like, you know what? People have their own flavors of tag teams." Bitch, I find the best friends very enjoyable, and they're nowhere close to the best friends. Like, come on, please seek help. Like, please, like if you keep going there talking about, "Oh my God, they're so good," please seek help. Like, they agree. Like, please. Yo, it's they're so, they're so bad, dude. It's like, yo, I really wish that people would seek help because, like, some of this shit is like, yo, what the fuck? Like, like I understand what you're talking about and I understand why you're being the way you are, but, like, please, like, please, dude, like, please fucking seek help if you think, like, they're so good. They're so good. They're... Yo, they could evolve into being good. They could. They they're could. Not there yet, though. No. Like, and that's what bothers me because, like, everybody's like, "Oh my god, they're so good." They're not good. And if out of like out of the two teams, out of the two teams that you say they're better, they're, if you say that they are better than Top Flight Security, like, please stop watching wrestling. No, 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 no. Please no, stop watching. No, no, no. Continue watching wrestling, right? But I want to know the drugs that you're on because that's some good fucking drugs. Like, seriously, like, dude, like, what, like, 
like, and I'm not even talking about any other wrestling promotion. I'm definitely just talking straight up about AEW. Yes. I'm not talking about nobody else. So, like, for you to just, like, act like they're so good, something, something is wrong. Another one. Fucking, we just discussed them. Fucking Uno and Grayson. You can't tell me yeah. Uno and Grayson. You can't tell me yeah. they're better than Spielberg and Reynolds. They're not. Yeah. They're not. Like they're bottom. And I just want, like, like, I want people to start being honest. And I know somebody's gonna come in here and be like, Ooh, you guys aren't honest about WWE. We legit talked about the shit shows that they put on like a hundred percent. Like we fucking trashed the shit out of them. They fucking are garbage. The only show that's actually redeemable is NXT. And I understand everybody that keeps saying, yo, NXT is not as good as NXT used to be. NXT is not as good as it used to be. Fine. It's fucking fine. Like, I agree with you. It's not as good as it used to be. But motherfucker, it's actually good wrestling on the fucking show. Yes. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, fucking stop. Like, and when we, like, when we get on our fucking criticize AEW, it's not even because, oh, we hate AEW. It's like we legit see the holes in the shit and just say, yo, come on, like, something needs, like, you guys need to do a little bit better, like, and, like, that bothers me because it's a whole generation of people that's going, there's nothing wrong here, and that generation is going to be the generation that inherits the wrestling business, and they're literally going to just say, nothing is wrong here. It's like, what the fuck is happening? What is happening? Also, like, we we actually want AEW to succeed, but they got to do it right. Yes. But just what the fuck is happening here? Like, what is, what is happening? These fucking kids. Fucking, fucking kids. Fucking kids. <clears throat> Do you want to talk about SmackDown? Yeah. Then after SmackDown, I want to get into um, a little bit of Impact and a little bit of MLW. Because I didn't, like, I did watch MLW. So, like, we'll do that after SmackDown, though. Okay. So, Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens in a steel cage. I fucking love this, man. I fucking loved it. It was fucking awesome. It was fucking awesome. And the fucking ending fucking made me just, it just made me crack the fuck up. It made me crack the fuck up. Because fucking Kevin Owens is trying to get out the fucking cage. And fucking Jay Uso cuffs him so this bitch can't get out the cage. And Roman just fucking walks out. Bitch, like this, like it just, like the whole thing was to keep Jay out and Jay winds up getting in and still fucking costs him the victory. Like, my God, it was just, it just, it just was perfect dumbness. Basically, the fucking cage is pointless. Basically. Now, okay, so I'm just going to skip ahead because, like, this actually coincides with this. Jay Uso took on Daniel Bryan, who beat Jay Uso, because, like, okay, we know where this is lining up. We know that it's going to Bryan and Jay Uso. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem. 
like everybody's like, oh my God, Daniel Bryan said he's he's gonna. This is his end of the contract. He's not gonna wrestle anymore. He's done. Here's the thing. About two months ago, when they were FS1, and it was after SmackDown, he literally said, "I think I'm done. I'm no longer a full time wrestler, and I'm gonna start putting over these younger guys. Also, I'm going to do everything I can to help." bring wrestling back and make it better I'm going to do everything I can I want to be a dad and I also want to help out the business like I, I don't know if everybody just like were, are stupid or dumb and like they totally forgot what the fuck was going on but he legit said that two months ago and now it's this big breaking story across the internet and everybody's like oh my god no 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 he said that himself out of his own mouth it's called selective hearing they hear what they want Apparently, a fucking apparently. And then we had a triple threat tag team match. The new women's tag team champions, the Impresses, versus the, okay, how do I, the original, the OBFs, the OBFs, haha, <laughs> the original best friends, Carmella and Bailey. Versus the legitus Banks and Bel Air. Ha ha. Ha I thought that was the namer. Okay. <laughs> yes. So in the triple threat, Sasha pinned Bailey and got Bailey and Carmella out of there. And then Charlotte pinned Bianca Bel Air. And I know everybody is like, Yo, why do they keep beating Bianca Belair? Why do they keep beating Bianca Belair? Listen, I'm going to say the same thing I said last week. I have no fucking clue why they're fucking up Bianca Belair. I have no fucking clue. I have no unearthly clue why the fuck they keep pinning her. I don't understand it. I'm like, I'm so fucking baffled that I'm not even going to go on a rant because I'm just so baffled that I just give up. I give up. Like you, like I understand, she she's gonna win the Royal Rumble. All right, cool, fine, whatever. Like, fuck, they like, just fucking just set her up to just be something special. Fuck, dude, just fuck, fuck, like, fuck, like you just don't, you just don't have something with magic and rub the magic off and say, well, it's, it's still magic. You just rub the magic off. <laughs> the fuck are you doing? I'm not gonna go on the way. I'm not gonna go on the way. So earlier in the night, Sami Zayn was backstage and they told Sami Zayn, they said, Hey Sammy, your match versus Big E is now gonna be a lumberjack match. And Sammy starts flipping out. Sammy's like, oh the, the fuck? Like, what, 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 what? And you know Sammy's having one of his Sammy breakdowns. <laughs> but the match happens and Sammy Loses to Big E, and Big E becomes the new Intercontinental Champion. Totally fucking awesome. It is fucking great. So, yeah, that is the SmackDown. Yeah. So, what did you want to say about Impact? So, Impact, right? Like, it wasn't so much me Mm -hmm. critiquing the show, because, like, I missed, like, half of it, right? Mm -hmm. More so, like, 
they can't think of an original. The fucking Kenny Omega and the fucking their version of Bullet Club is called the Super Elite. So we have the Elite, the Golden Elite, and the Super Elite now. Yes. What the fuck? Like, can 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 we have something original, please, please? No. Yeah. But it, it it was one thing on Impact that I actually really enjoyed, and I I keep getting heat from like certain people who are also in my team sports division that keep saying, "Dude, they keep saying, dude, you're a Bucks fan, you can't keep liking this guy." I know, but like he fucking like he fucking did say something that made me laugh, dude. Like what the fuck? Like I can't I can't help it. Like he fucking made me laugh. Okay, and I. I I know that like they're they're mad at me. He's like, "Yo, stop supporting Jacksonville, dude! It's the, it's the damn like I'm just supporting him because he made me laugh." But like other than that, I'm not going to support him. But that was funny as shit, though. Tony Khan, because <laughs> yes, Tony Khan, fucking Tony Khan, and his fucking dumb ass war against fucking a um Impact. Like he keeps saying so much little shots at Impact. It's like, dude, stop! Like this is so wrong. Like him and Tony and Tony acts like he's like both Tonys. Act like they just fucking, they just can't stop saying bad shit about him. Like, dude, what the fuck? Stop! Right? Like, I, like they buried the fucking shit. Like, and this was one of the worst ones. <laughs> like, I think like they're, and, they're they're enjoyable, dude. Like, it was one point Tony Khan was talking about tag teams. He legit stopped and said. You know what? I might just take one of the tag teams from Impact. They're not doing nothing with any of them. What? Like, you can't just say that. Like, like, you literally can't say that. Then he said something about burying the company. And it's like, dude, what are you doing? Like, I understand, like, this is a, all, like, a cool friend thing. But, like, some of the shit he's saying is, like, yo, if I was the owner of Impact, I'm like, yo, we had to square up, dog. Like, come on. <laughs> Meet me outside. We got to square up. Like, you can't just keep doing this. Like, every week, it's like, no, we, we got to square up. Like, come on, meet me outside. Just for a quick second. Like, it's funny. Yo. As you're saying that, right? I just picture something. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we never got a particular match in AEW. It is probably the perfect setup. Okay. Remember Blood and Guts? That was supposed to be the version yes. of War Games? Mm-hmm. We never got that. What if we get that AEW versus Impact? Hey, bro, you got yo. Okay, but like, okay, I'm feeling like Tony Khan right now. Uh-huh. Who the fuck do they have that could go against anybody in AEW? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like fucking Tony Khan, it's all your fault. But, like, who the fuck can they get to go against them? Like, nobody. Like, I'm just, I'm just trying to think about that. I, I couldn't think. Exactly. Like, damn, dude. Like, fuck, dude. Because obviously, like, the super elite would not be in it. Because they're pretty much both. Mm-hmm. So, who would be the teams? Or, or you could use the super elite versus the rest of the elite or the three quarters of the elite. Okay, you can do it like this. Okay. 
You can have Kenny, um, Carl, and Luke versus the Young Bucks and Cody versus three people from Impact, which would probably be Rich Swan and the Motor City Machine Guns. I like, to say that. This point, probably the guns. Yeah, and so like that could be a three on three on three war game. Yeah. Like that would that would be perfect. Okay. Book it, people. We did that. Yeah, book it. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much all I wanted to say about Impact. Um MLW <clears throat> They had mm-hmm. their opera cup. And like mm-hmm. they were having it, whatever. We really didn't discuss it in the show. But they had the finals. And your new winner of that is Tom Lawler. Well, I'll be damned. Like him and, and Loki actually had a good match and all that. Like that ending was fucking crazy. You know, like that it's like a what you call it? It's like a Pele kick, but it's like a running Pele kick he does in the corner. Loki that is mm-hmm. he did that yeah. shit but for some reason like he knocked himself out too so they both oh, knocked out and like the way like Tom Lawler landed was like in a roll up and fucking mm-hmm. wanted up pinning Loki and he won well goddamn. yeah well, god damn and I want to bring this up because I know a lot of people that like you, you should bring this up. Like, Jay White has been Jay Whitey, and he's Whitey. he's going he's gonna be he's gonna be in the main event of Russell Kingdom, and he keeps stealing both of the titles, and he keeps saying that he's the champion. So, in the backstage interview, he goes, "I'm he's like I'm the double champion. He's like I'm kind of like a belt collector, but." wait a minute, there's no reason for me to go anywhere else because these are the best belts in the world. So there's no reason for me to do anything. Like, I'm already the best. And everybody everybody goes, oh my God, that's a shot at Kenny. That's a shot at Kenny. Well, Kenny responded on Twitter was like, alright. And it's like, first off, one, I don't want Kenny back into Japan. I don't give a fuck what everybody says. Like, well, that would be great. No, 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 no. One, you were such an asshole. I'm glad you left. Two, like, don't be a dick. Don't be a dick because, like, you really think that you're really that good and you can come over here and also bring your legion of drones with you. I don't want that. We literally vanquish you and, like, you're gone and we, we're happier. We're so much happier without you. Please stay the fuck home. Please stay the fuck away from New Japan. Like, I swear to God, like, I swear to God, 2020 has been... Like, matter of fact, 2019 and 2020 has been like the fucking greatest year in New Japan because we did not have to deal with them. We didn't have to deal with them. We didn't have to deal with those little elite fans. We didn't have to deal with those fucking assholes that just are so uppity and up in Kenny's ass. Just fucking, just stay, stay where you are. Just stay where you are. And I'm not being a gatekeeper. I'm just being real. Like, fuck you guys. Like, you guys fucking left and then you shit it all over fucking New Japan. And then all of a sudden, 
You guys should work with New Japan. You guys should work with New Japan. Fuck you guys. I don't want you guys to come back. Fuck you. Now I've said that before. I don't fucking want you to come back. I don't want you to come back. You fucking left. Yes, this is my fucking team sports. This is my team sports, bitch. This is the one that I plant my fucking flag in. Fuck you. Don't come back to New Japan. Fuck you. You know what? Suck my fucking dick. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck all of you. Fuck each and every one of you. Suck my whole entire dick. You suck.